Welcome to Pearl of Great Price Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's October the 15th and on this day in Christian history we go back to the year 1582. When the Gregorian calendar was adopted in Rome and the Papal States as part of the reforms of Gregory XII. It was also adopted by the Catholic countries of Europe and their overseas possessions. After the Papal Bull Intergravissimas was promulgated. In all of those places it meant that effectively there was a 10-day leap, as yesterday, in 1582, was Thursday the 4th of October, which was followed today by the first day of the Gregorian calendar, Friday the 15th of October, 1582. This modification was necessary, as the previously operative Julian calendar had overestimated the average solar year to be exactly 365.25 days long. The solar year measures how long it takes for our planet to orbit the sun, and this was an overestimate of little under one day per century, so it wasn't immediately obvious. The overestimate led to the more obvious reason for change, calendar drift. As the calendar had edged ahead, so that the spring equinox in the northern hemisphere was occurring well before its nominal date of March the 21st. And this made it difficult to calculate the date of Easter. Easter, unlike the other great Christian feast of Christmas, did not have a fixed date. It changes every year. And this is because the Christian feast of Easter is linked to the Jewish celebration of Passover which is calculated by a lunar calendar. Passover, which marks Jesus Christ's last supper with his disciples, the day before his crucifixion, happens on the night of a full moon, after the northern spring equinox. And occasionally this happens after a second full moon. This is why we still have early and late Easter's. Although at present there's some negotiations between Catholic, Orthodox and Anglican leaders to fix the date of Easter. The recalculations involved in the new Gregorian calendar were due to the work of two men. Primarily the Italian doctor Aloysius Lilios, who wrote the proposal on which the calendar reform was based. Based in Verona, his brother Antonio presented the manuscript to Pope Gregory XIII. It was passed to the Calendar Reform Commission in 1575, and the commission issued a printed summary that was circulated within the Roman Catholic world in early 1578 as a consultation document. A member of the commission was the German mathematician and Jesuit priest Christopher Clavius, who made some adjustments and argued that the calendar correction should take place in one move. So when the new calendar was put to use today in 1582, the error accumulated was corrected immediately by a deletion of 10 days. The Gregorian calendar now is a solar calendar, with 12 months of 28 to 31 days each. And the year consists of 365 days with a leap day being added to a February every four years. This leap day, the 29th of February, 
gathers in the quarter days and thus counteracts calendar drift, calendar drift. And recognition of the work of the doctor from Verona can be currently seen in computer science, where the Lillian date is the number of days since the adoption of the Gregorian calendar on the 15th of October 1582. Anticipating the bull, on the 29th of September, Philip II of Spain had decreed the change from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar. And this affected much of Roman Catholic Europe, as Philip was at the time ruler over Spain and Portugal as well as much of Italy. The Spanish and the Portuguese colonies followed somewhat later because of a delay in communication. Many Protestant countries initially objected to adopting a Catholic innovation. Some Protestants feared the new calendar was part of a plot to return them to the Catholic fold. For example, the British could not bring themselves to adopt the Catholic system explicitly. The annex to their calendar, the New Style Act of 1750, established a computation for the date of Easter that achieved the same result as Gregory's rules, without actually referring to him. Gradually, over the next three centuries, the Protestant and Eastern Orthodox countries also moved to what they called the Improved Calendar, with Greece being the last European country to adopt it in 1923. And during the 20th century, most non-Western countries also adopted the calendar, at least for civil purposes, with Saudi Arabia following in 2016. In Russia, after the revolution, the Council of People's Commissars brought another 125 million people into a common calendar under the stroke of a pen. Made just after the Bolsheviks and their grab for power, the Council of People's Commissars had become a government institution formed soon after the October Revolution and evolved to become the highest executive authority of the government of the Soviet Union. See the podcast of January the 20th to hear how the church survived the revolution. Most countries now use the Gregorian calendar as their official calendar. And the Chinese lunar calendar is still used for celebrations around Asia. Afghanistan and Iran use a solar Islamic calendar. And Ethiopia, a 13-month calendar. And Nepal, a Hindu calendar. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of the Anglican priest and scientist John Polkinghorne. This month we have surpassed 10,000 downloads, so thank you to listeners from all over the world for your interest. Today, a special thank you to our listeners in Shaw in Washington and in Maidenhead in England. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net And if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for today's music and have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.